everyone, you're now listening to The Midnight Watch, where motto is, standing on watch for you against bad movies. I'm Phil Powell. And I'm Nicholas Allen. And tonight's film is The Legend of Tarzan. You are Tarzan. You may not like who you were. You may have enemies there. But you need to go home. husband's wildness disturbs me. I need you to scream for me. Like a damsel. He's Tarzan. You're Jane. He'll come for you. Uh, this film takes place during the time of the Berlin Conference. We find uh, Christoph Waltz's character, Captain, I'm going to call him Leon. He's sent by King Leopold of Belgium to find diamonds and he ends up running afoul of Chief Mumbango, mm-hmm. played by Jimon Hansu, who basically spares Christoph Waltz's life. He kills like everybody that Christoph Waltz came with, but strikes a deal with Christoph Waltz that he'll let Christoph Waltz come and take the diamonds that he seeks if Christoph Waltz is able to bring Tarzan to him for reasons that are later explained in the movie. Mm-hmm. So Tarzan is living a life of solitude in London, I think it was. Was it London? Yep, yep, it's London. Mm -hmm. With his wife, Jane, played by Margaret Robbie. And he undertakes the journey to go back to the jungles when Samuel L. Jackson enlists him because he believes there's some slave trade going on. Yeah, he's based on a real-life guy named George Washington Williams, I think was his name. Yeah, who was a real-life... Oh, okay. Former Civil War soldier and real life like activist. Oh, I did not know. Local person, yeah, yeah. Actually, Christoph Waltz character is a real guy too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's basically thinking Christoph Waltz. He's like, yeah, uh, things are kind of moving quickly in the Congo. I think he might be using slavery. So yeah, he enlists Tarzan. Like, yeah, I need your help to stop this and investigate. And then, of course, Tarzan doesn't want Jane to come along, but she comes along anyway. Basically, guilt trips him. Hey, I grew up there. I should go. And he's like, all right, you can go. And, of course, this leads, like you can see from the trailer, leads to her being kidnapped. And so Tarzan has to save her uh, before Christoph Waltz accomplishes his goal. So what did you think of The Legend of Tarzan? Uh, I had mixed feelings about it. Like, I'll be honest, the main story, Tarzan trying to say, Jay, I could not care less about Christopher I couldn't Boston. either, really. It's not an imposing threat at all to Tarzan. It's like unfair. They, they try to make him an imposing threat because he has this crucifix bracelet that has apparently made of this, like, near-unbreakable spider silk. Can't wait for them to bullshit yeah, their way around he, that. Yeah, that he chokes people out with and Which is pretty awesome. Up. Yeah, but, but it's like... But then when it comes time for the music, right, you already know still, they're going to find some bullshit. Right, it's still Tarzan, which I, I give Alexander Gonsgar credit for. He got in right shape for this, and I, I thought he was a pretty solid Tarzan. Like, he doesn't yeah. talk that much, but he has, like, kind of the whole opposing... I seem like a guy that... Well, lived in the wild kind of thing because when he's in England, I guess I'm, they might have did this intentionally. It looks like either they purposely gave him a too small suit or something where Tarzan clearly looks out of his element in civilized society. Yeah. He's always kind of like hunched over. 
And uh, yeah, like he he's a good physical presence. Like he like I said, he doesn't get that much to say because he's Tarzan. He's more about the action. But the uh, flashbacks I thought were really compelling to the point where it's kind of like Tron Legacy, where I'm like. Why wasn't this movie the flashbacks? This is way more interesting. Because that would be the typical story of Tarzan. Well, I, guess I they know, want to do but something that, different. that would have been a better, more interesting film. Because well, that's the thing, too. <laughs> when you talk about the, all there is, the action sequences, I wasn't really that engaged, mainly because the CGI bothered me. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, if you're going to use as much CGI as this movie uses, it should look better than this. To me, there's no excuse for a movie like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes to exist. Or even and then the your, Jungle Book. Yeah, and then your apes in this movie don't look at all realistic to me, where I'm like, yeah, whatever. Those apes aren't there. Uh, you would have been better off just putting people in gorilla costumes, and it probably would have the same effect. <laughs> well, now I think the other problem is when there's hand-to-hand stuff, like there's a point where Tarzan is returning, and he has to rejoin his gorilla tribe, so he has to fight one of his gorilla brothers. <laughs> And it's okay, cool. I mean, it's goofy, but it's Tarzan. That's what you come to a Tarzan movie for, is goofy stuff like that. So it's like cool, except for I don't get why. I guess maybe they didn't mocap it probably, but everything, even the hand-to-hand stuff, is quickly chopped together, edited, and it's shot close, and it's shaky to the point where it's like, I can't see anything, and this is like supposed to be the whole reason I want to see a Tarzan movie is to see him fight apes, and the same thing happens because he has a conflict with Jimon Hansu's character that I won't spoil, but it's pretty compelling to the point where I'm like, yeah, why why was Jimon Hansu just developed? Why do we need Christoph Watts? Because this is way more interesting. Yeah, and then the thing is, too, it's like, I don't really like Tarzan once you make that yeah. reveal it's kind of like I see his play yeah, this is what, look in the best light yeah and the movie tries to make it like no Gmail Hans is being unreasonable I'm like no he's not especially when they break it down and even Tarzan's like yeah uh, <laughs> I kind of I kind of acted unnecessarily yeah my bad but hey man I was raised by why <laughs> what do you it's want like, for no me? that's no excuse <laughs> no excuses <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, it's weird, because this movie with the CGI, like the world been seen, other scenes, it seems like this movie wants to be a Tarzan movie, but it also wants to run away from the Tarzan stuff. It's a reimagining. Because a lot of the stuff is problematic, but it's like, but the stuff that's still there is still problematic, because this is basically a white savior movie. <laughs> I, I was going to try and go the entire review without bringing anything to that matter up but but you have to bring it up and it's especially bad because why i found samuel jackson entertaining it's like okay you have a real life african-american hero yeah abolitionist icon and he's basically playing second fiddle to this fictional character talking about a real life thing like now (laughs) <laughs> as as bad as Christoph Waltz is in this movie, he's pretty villainous. I mean, he's not that intimidating. He's basically a mustache troller. But if you read the stuff his character did in real life, he makes the version of himself in this movie literally look like a cartoon character. Like, I wouldn't recommend it if you don't want to be sad, especially with the other news that's going on. But, yeah, if you read some of the real life I stuff that happened in the Congo... 
with the Belgians, yeah, it's it's pretty awful. <laughs> I believe it. But, you know, I didn't know that the Samuel L. Jackson yeah. character was based on I didn't know person. it either until I looked it up. Well, see, now that makes this worse for <laughs> yeah. me because I'm like, I already thought that was kind of problematic. I'm like, well, whatever. It's a fictional movie, so, of course, Tarzan's going to be the hero. But now knowing that this guy actually exists. Yeah, like, no, it's, and it's a real conflict. That this really happened when well, the Belgians went to the Congo to get diamonds. and I know the conflict is real, but I didn't yeah. know about that character. Yeah, I'm so like, it's like... And you basically have him playing second fiddle to, yeah, let's say it, a white guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, because, I mean, Samuel Jackson has a couple of scenes, but he really doesn't get to do that much. He, he, which he's is basically weird, there to be they, Samuel Yeah, they set him up with an interesting backstory. He was in the Civil War. He fought, obviously, on the side of Union. He's supposed to be like this marksman. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of scenes where he helps Tarzan out of a jam, so it's like, okay. Maybe. Or this movie takes place before The Hateful Eight. <laughs> he's basically playing the same character yeah. in The Hateful Eight. Besides, well, he's a little more classy, I guess. But, of course, he can't use all the foul language that we come to expect from Samuel Jackson because right. it's a PG-13 film. But, yeah. Although but, they do work in a, a couple of stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a moment after Tarzan fights his brother where yeah. Tarzan's like, bow down, you know, this is our custom, unless you want to die, like, get on your knees. And so, Jackson's looking at him like, okay, uh, what, you want me to lick his nuts? And Tarzan's <laughs> like, well, do you want to? And Sarah Jackson's like, no. And Tarzan, they have this back and forth with Tarzan's like, it looks like you wanted to. And Sarah Jackson's like, no. No. <laughs> And then yeah. there's a couple of moments where Tarzan does Tarzan stuff. Like, there's a point where he jumps off a mountain into some trees where Sarah Jackson's like, really? Yeah. I'm supposed to follow you now. And somehow didn't <laughs> die from that. Yeah. But, you know, where he's just like, oh. I'm kind of like, no. See, that's where I would break out cinema sins because unlike Tarzan, you actually hit some branches with your body on the way down, so you wouldn't fare as well. Right. Well, and then... Something else too. Did you see this movie in 3D? No, I did not. Okay, I didn't either. So it stuck There's out to a me in the same time. Where... Yeah, it's obvious. And it's that old school bad 3D for the 70s where it's like, oh, look at the knife running to the screen. 3D! <laughs> look at this gorilla roaring. <laughs> right. 3D! Right. Like, or, oh my God. or it's like so obvious. I mean,. I don't mind that kind of stuff in 3D movies, right, so probably but, if I seen it in 3D, that'd be worth it for me. Because I saw The Secret Life of Pets, and they did a mm-hmm. lot of stuff like that, where there's uh, okay. scenes with stuff being tossed to the screen. There's even one scene that I thought was really cool with the snake like oh, right in yeah. your face with the tongue and everything. Uh, even though there was a kid in the audience that got scared, but that's neither <laughs> here or there. But I like that kind of 3D, so... It wouldn't bother me, so you'd probably get more enjoyment if you did see it in 3D. But if you're seeing it in 2D, it just looks really silly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marco Robbie's fine. Uh, she gives a decent performance. The problem yeah, is they try to make her this empowered female killer. Yeah, but it was at just the irritating. end of the day, she's still a damsel. Like there's this yeah. part from the trailer where Kristoff wants like scream, and she's like like a damsel and spits in his face, and he's like, yeah. He's Tarzan, you're Jay? Like, this is how it works. Haven't you seen these movies? Like, <laughs> what's your problem? And, yeah, after putting up that huge front, like, oh, yeah, I won't be a damsel. You're still a damsel at the end of the day. And the whole scene with the wildebeest, I was like, 
I guess. It was one of those things where all everything happens conveniently for Tarzan, and mm. including this whole part with alligators that made me roll my eyes. Where yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did they even come from? All right, movie. <laughs> all right, sure. But it goes back to what we were saying earlier. They try to make Christoph Waltz look imposing. Then when it comes down to it, they'll find little bullshit reasons where it's like, well, maybe he's not that imposing. It's like, come on, movie. You got to do something here. Right. Especially since Tarzan has plot armor throughout most of the movie. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that clothesline from the gorilla should have, like, just flatlined you. But no, sure. But uh, I guess we'll go to ratings. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, probably the best I can get is, is a rental. Because like I said... <laughs> It's one of those movies like Trial Legacy where the existing movie is pretty unremarkable. Not to mention, we have this a similar story and a much better movie in the Jungle Book, which yes. I don't know if it's out in Blu-ray yet. No. But it's coming out soon. No, it's not out It's yet. coming out soon. So, honestly, yeah. Like, maybe if the Jungle Book hadn't came out, I maybe could have gave us a high rental low matinee. But we have the Jungle Book. We have a awesome version of this kind of story so yeah just watch the jungle book because like i said it's one of those things like tron legacy where the flashbacks present a much more interesting movie than the main story which i could not care less about because it's it's boring in one note it should be over in like 30 minutes and i think that's why they drag it out and it's one of those things where, like I said, they try to erase some of the more problematic aspects of Tarzan, but then they still want to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't you, like, controversy be damned, just make a straight-up Tarzan movie where he's fighting apes and African tribes, and like I said, people get mad, fine, but at least it would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I still would have had problems, but it's kind of like... No, I think there was a way to do this story yeah. much better than what they did. I think that's the reason, like when you said that they were trying to do pretty much damage control, I think that's the reason why the flashbacks are scattered throughout the movie instead of just having right. all of that in the beginning of the movie because really, you could just cram all that together at the beginning of the yeah. movie and it would serve the same purpose. Because it's stuff we already know. Like, oh, yeah. here's Tarzan the first time he met Jay. Oh, here's when he first... Was learning to be an ape and climbing trees. Yeah. And, yeah, for me, oof, I guess I'm going to stick with a rental because I'm really just kind of reluctant to even give it that because I was just mad to the whole movie. But I don't feel like I should give it a skip it because I don't think it's bad, per se. It's no, not terrible. It's but I just could care less. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's just there. Because I saw this with my mother and she enjoyed it. She <laughs> loved it. The audience seemed to love it. <laughs> but I was just kind of like, meh. Maybe people just, because it's not been a ton this summer, I guess maybe people are just chomping at the bit for another action movie, but... Shit, you could have saw Independence Day. Yeah. That had plenty of action and spectacle. And it was more thrilling and spectacle. That's better, I agree. Because with this, like, I just couldn't get into the world. the action is unremarkable. Yeah, it's unremarkable. (laughs) The CG isn't impressive at all. Like, it could have helped if you guys did a little bit more location shooting. But it seems like a lot of this is, well, we built a set that's about... 100 feet long, and then we surrounded the rest of it with a green screen Mm -hmm. and not even a convincing one at that. Because none of the animals blend with the environment well. So, like, when Tarzan's interacting with the animals, it just seems so out of place. You can tell Mm -hmm. they're not really there. 
like you said, if the Jungle Book hadn't come out this year, maybe it would be a different story. But with the Jungle Book coming out and showing how you can do a story like this extremely well, I just couldn't care less about this rental. Yeah. Which, how do you feel about knowing that Warner Brothers is doing a Jungle Book movie? Really? Yeah. Good they, it was supposed that. to come out, I think, next year. But because the John Favreau one came out this year, they decided to push it back. Now, the oh, interesting thing... with that. The interesting thing about okay. that one... Is that it's one that's being spearheaded by Andy Serkis, and okay. he's doing motion capture for it. So it's kind of like, yeah, I like Andy Serkis, but I don't know why there's a need for another Jungle Book, and it's supposed to be darker and grittier. So it's like, why, per se? So what's supposed to be darker and grittier? Is Mowgli going to die? Right. Are we going to see his family brutally murdered? Like, like, the only thing I can see them doing is, because Mowgli in the book, the Jungle Book is the anthology, Mowgli is only in, I think, like, three or four out of ten stories. So I guess if they wanted to do the other stories that don't have to do anything with Mowgli, but otherwise I'm like, why? The most recognizable version is the Disney version that Disney remade and made better. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the point? No, Nobody cares about a more accurate to the source material Jungle Book, I don't think. Or at least if you're going to do it, wait a decade. Right, wait, wait a while. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Warner Brothers. I know you need another hit franchise with DC kind of Peter on the edge right now. And we'll see how Fantastic Beast does, but... Good luck. Well, now that I understand I Fantastic really don't Beasts, want to see this I'm kind of more interested in seeing it now. Because before I just was like, eh, whatever. But now that I understand the plot a little bit more of what's happening, I'm like, okay, that could be interesting, I suppose. Yeah. So I'll see Fantastic Beasts, but... Oh, yeah. It looks interesting. Yeah. And it's something new. And Eddie Ray main other, other than uh, Jupiter Simpson. Yeah, it's a, a good act, really good actor. <laughs> oh, harvest her planet tomorrow before I let her take it from me. <laughs> Go! Yeah. <laughs> he is never living that one day. Well, maybe he will because a lot of people didn't see that movie. But in my mind, he would never, <laughs> no matter how many Oscars he won, he would never live that. So if you ever met him at a dinner party, be like, "Hey, Eddie Redmayne, congratulations! You're such a great actor." I mean, I still remember your role in Jupiter Ascending, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, <laughs> just like Dennis Hopper, rest in peace. We'll never live down Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Yeah, he's Shit, I was about to. Cooper. Well, yeah, I know. I was about to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Well, that too. <laughs> Shit. It's not the only one. Just like Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. I didn't forget Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. One of the worst films ever made. Yeah. You both were in it. And regardless of how, long, how much I like you now, Matthew McConaughey, uh, that is forever a huge stain on your reputation. Not Rain of Fire. I'll give you a pass yeah. for that because I like that one. Phil doesn't like that one, but I, I like that one. I really do. <laughs> Yeah, just like Ben Affleck, you always have Geely. Ben Affleck, that's like a laundry list. Before <laughs> well, he started yeah, directing, that's like a laundry list. Paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Paycheck. Yeah, his wannabe bar movie. Oh my god. The Sum of I All Fears. I, well, I remember because it was a John Woo movie. It's basically a movie that ended John Woo's American film career. His American film career was short lived <laughs> well, anyway. I know, but... Just face off, Mission Impossible 2 and Paycheck. But that ended. 
poor John Woo. And I remember because it's a John Woo movie. That's not that even the action is like wow. Oh really? The action's not even good, huh? No. Cause see, I never bothered to see Paycheck. I thought it looked garbage from the trailer, so I was like, yeah. Yeah, you did miss one. Yeah. But uh, that concludes our review. Once again, we are the men I watch. Where am I the way? Stay on watch for you against bad movies. You can find our show by searching the iTunes apps for the Midnight Watch. Just look for the closest picture. Or go to our main site, the Midnight Watch, all one word, not by Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you next week.